Hello, and welcome to the Meddling Kids Podcast, a groovy review of everything Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Chase Kupo. So as we start off, you know, we start off here as we do nearly all of these episodes with a little villain or a story prologue, which is, it's nice, different than Scooby-Doo, where are you? It is a slight change from the previous Scooby shows that always open with the gang in the mystery machine or at their destination, and then someone just explains the haunting. This is more of a show-don't-tell kind of move. <laughs> How cinematic, huh? And here we also have the classic Scooby-Doo Where Are You soundtrack, the, the little uh, little uh, uh, duet in the uh, the beginning of the, the episode. It, you'd recognize it. It's one of the best background tracks they have. Uh, this prologue is extremely simple. It is someone who looks and sounds very similar to Shaggy. Nice clothes, lives in a castle, got a mustache, and something that we can only see its shadows lumber towards him. Lumbers towards him. Excuse me. And now Sha- the Shaggy lookalike just says, No, no, it can't be, before we are whisked away to Zarko the Magician's show. The gang is watching the show, and Shaggy and Scooby volunteer as part of the act because the reward will be two free dinners, which is, I would easily take that deal. So they get in a box, and Zarko saws them in half, and uh, the, the episode ends. No, but the two get really, really nervous that they are going to get sawed in half, and they ruin the whole act. Uh, they end up accidentally exposing the act as an act. Uh, Zarko seems to want to physically harm the two, so the gang makes a quick getaway. It works out, though, because they have to get to Shaggy's uncle's place anywho. They drive down a road in a uh, like a, a really wild electric storm. Uh, they state that they are in New England, somewhere in New England, I'm not sure where. You know, East Coast, you get the idea. And Shaggy reveals that his uncle liked a castle that he saw when he was in actual England. Shaggy didn't say actual England. I just said that. So he had it shipped to the States and rebuilt. He is a kooky zillionaire making his money from um, uh, dealing jewels. Uh, they pull into the courtyard of the, uh, the castle. That's what it's called. And uh, Clarence, they go over the little drawbridge over the moat, which is great that he's got a moat. Uh, they pull into the courtyard, and Clarence, the caretaker, comes out, you know, and he urges them to leave, which is not uncommon in this show. We have someone right when the gang arrives at a destination. Someone's there to say, go away, go away. There's a horrible thing happening. And I would just like to point out, I would like to note that the scale of Clarence and the mystery machine are drawn horribly when they are first in the frame together so Clarence seems to be about nine feet tall and the mystery machine seems to be at like six feet tall uh, Shaggy cuts through these warnings to ask where his uncle is and Clarence reveals that get ready for this Mr. Shagworth disappeared uh, he is the victim of the curse of the Camelot it turns out that this is Camelot Castle and when it was built here it included the ghost of Merlin and his servant the Black Knight and as far as I'm aware, it came free of charge. So at least Mr. Shagworth got that. Uh, Fred refuses to leave without finding Shaggy's uncle. Very valiant of you, Fred. Thank you. You're a good guy in this episode. But Merlin shows up to tell them that there is no escape. Clarence is dragged away by the Black Knight because the gang came onto the grounds, even though Merlin gave a very stern warning not to let anyone in. And I guess, like, what, there aren't any locks on that drawbridge? I feel like Clarence had to have figured that somebody was going to just come in. They were going to be worried, but whatever. So he's gone now. So the gang, they also get the same warning that Clarence apparently got previously 
to leave or perish, so they obviously choose to perish. This is the Scooby, Scooby gang we're talking about here. They get inside of the castle, which I have to say, I think it looks really cool. I just, I like the design, and the music initially is super spooky and really good. So they split up and they look for clues. Classic Scooby stuff here. Shag and Scoob are just remarking that they haven't experienced any paranormal activity yet. Everything is fine. And as they come across a painting of some sort, it transforms from its original image to Merlin the Sorcerer. Shaggy attempts to scream, but his throat is too dry. He's like miming that he needs some water, so a cup of it conveniently shows up. Shaggy takes a swig and he says, thanks. So the cup says, it's all right, and zooks away. Uh, so, <laughs> zooks away. It zoops away. <laughs> Apologize. Uh, what a silly thing to say, zooks. Now, they took this one right out of the Haunted Mansion episode of Scooby-Doo. Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Not Haunted Mansion. Uh, Haunted Castle. Uh, Vast Cast Castle. Uh, the one where they ask the gang, uh, where Shaggy and Scooby are alone, and they ask where the gang went, and there's a skull on a table. Oh, no, no, it's not Vast Cast Castle. No, okay, uh, I'm getting confused on my notes. So this is reminiscent of two episodes. One of them is the Haunted Mansion, which is, a, uh, you know, Scooby-Doo, where are you, where... Um, the haunted mansion where they show up and there's like two mansions next to each other and uh, they're going to visit uh the the girl and her her dad and her his his brother and remember like it's the ghost that catches people and turns them into old people y you know what i mean it's the house from the, the credits anyways they took they take the gag where he he gets he wishes for something it shows up and then he says thanks and it says all right they took it from that episode because uh, he asked in the the Haunted Mansion episode, Shaggy asks uh, where the gang went, and, and uh, a skull on the table next to him says, uh, they went that away. And he's like, thanks, man. He's like, it's all right. Uh, and then it's a mix of that and the castle episode, the Vast Cast Castle, uh, where Shaggy needs a sandwich and then one appears, and then he doesn't have any mustard, so a container floats down and he uses some, and then the last thing he needs is a sandwich to be cut, and there's a knight like armor set up right in front of him, so the axe drops and cuts it for him. It's super. I just I, I feel once again the the, the cinematic um, openings that they're doing, and then something like this, where uh, it's a very self-referential uh, meta, and and it, it feels like a like a statement on itself, even though it's not that deep, obviously, really at all. It's just I really like it. It's a good moment. Uh, it took a little bit longer to explain than I thought it would, but. I th I'm glad we all know that now, that we all will hopefully agree with me. Let me know on the uh, the the Facebook and Scoob the the face Scooby Doo and Meddling Kids podcast Facebook discussion group. Uh, so, anyways, the two Shaggy and Scooby run back to the older kids and they try to get their experience across to them, but they're almost everyone is almost caught by the Black Knight. He was clanging down the hall as if he wanted to warn people that he's coming. So the gang gets away. And of course, Shaggy accidentally finds a trap door in the wall, and they get concealed in a secret room. It's a room where they find King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Well, their armor. It's like a tribute. I, I thought it was just their armor, but it's... Uh, it's Okay, it's not just their armor around a table. They're all sitting around a table. It's like the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> you know, round table, round... Uh, it's wax mannequins. Uh, they tell Shaggy that there aren't any ghosts. Fred says, come on, there's no way these are ghosts. You're crazy. You're ridiculous. Shut up. But as he says that, the spirits of the knights animate from the wax and they begin floating and laughing at the gang. Uh, the gang freaks out and they get split up. So Merlin actually catches Shaggy and Scooby. The Black Knight holds them as they're put in a trance to be his evil minions. 
The two are clumsy, but they do prove their loyalty. Merlin tasks them with, quote-unquote, getting rid of their former friends. Merlin must hate that he tricked the two silliest guys in the group into his servitude. Well, he will. He will. So, while the two new evil minions now, they're making their way down to the others. Uh, they find the library that Shagworth, great name, was last in before he got disappeared. They find a very peculiar red, peculiar, there it is, red scarf in the room as well. Daphne says, <clears throat> I wonder where Shaggy and Scooby are. I hope you like irony, Daphne, because they show up. Uh, the, they come shooting out of a trap door, and Fred finds them on the ground, and he, he accuses them of hiding and sleeping. And which, so the gang, like, there's obviously something wrong. Like, they're laughing weird, they're acting weird, but... But after Fred accuses them that the gang continues to believe, as those two come shooting out of came out of that shooting out of that secret passage, it was from behind a bookcase. The they they continue to believe. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, 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 wait. We got real messed up, guys. Let's go back a few sentences, and I'm not taking that out of the recording. That'd be way too much work. I'd rather restate it and make it a more fun episode. So, okay, so Daphne says, I wonder where they are. And I said, I hope Daphne likes irony. So they haven't shown up yet in the room. The Scooby and Shaggy have not found the gang yet. As they're talking about them behind their backs, Fred accuses the, the other two of hiding and sleeping. You know, oh, they're probably off somewhere hiding and then they fell asleep. And the gang continues to believe that as the two come shooting out of a secret passage behind one of the bookcase, uh, part of the bookcase. Uh, the Shaggy and Scooby ignore them in pursuit of their mission and they go pull the falcon leather lever or, or what have you merlin gave them a task and he said it in like a like a, a riddle and i can't remember the riddle and I, I couldn't every time he said it i would like immediately forget it so they have to do this thing and they have to pull this falcon leather feather and scooby actually finds it and pulls it so they just shot right out of the trap door went right to work and they found the lever and i mean it was one of the most efficient efficient moments in scooby-doo history let alone shaggy and scooby history so scooby pulls it but shaggy nearly falls through it's like a trapdoor on the ground into the uh the thing the trapdoor the wizard gave them instructions like oh no okay i'm just yeah <laughs> once i always do that I'll, I'll get going on this great uh uh just string of like what was going on i'll say something great and then i look and it was in my notes and i go to read the notes directly and then I just end up repeating myself. But anyways, Velma <laughs> notices how strange they're acting because they hear like the commotion, but they don't notice a trapdoor or anything. And Velma notices how strange they're acting, but still, the the rest of the game, the older kids just continue looking for clues. They're and I don't know the two attempts. They actually they as they're walking to attempt to accost Velma multiple times and they even go so far as trying to drop a whole ceiling fixture on the three of them honestly I think they really they really are bad guys for a while like they went they the writers and the animators doubled down on this one it's very honest it's very real I haven't seen this kind of trance since uh, that that circus clown in the one Scooby-Doo where are you episode no, eventually, Velma does figure out that they are mesmerized, and she uses old faithful Scooby Snacks to awaken them from their trance. So, disaster avoided, and now they are, yet again, as a whole big Scooby-Doo gang, Mystery Incorporated, off to search the castle. They get to a dungeon, and they hear someone moaning incessantly. 
They are in a cage with a wooden door, so they can't see who it is. Scooby picks the lock. I believe he does it with his tail or his nail. And then they find out that uh, our new friend now, Uncle Shagworth, is in there. Turns out he was moaning because he's hungry, not because he's in pain or anything. And I would like to note that Shagworth and his stupid name is just Casey Kasem doing a slightly gruff, shaggy voice. Uh, it's not the greatest thing I've ever heard. Great actor, legendary, but, you know. Anyway, so the ghosts have been showing up every night at about 12.15 in the morning, the ghosts in the castle. Daphne remarks that ghosts come out at the stroke of midnight, but I would like to counter that I believe it is 3 o'clock in the morning when ghosts and other such entities come out. Witching hour, baby. Uh, I guarantee that I'm going to wake up tonight and have to turn on the TV because it's going to be around 3 a.m. Coincidentally, I just know it. I'm going to get nervous. So the gang finds something, something that I... I missed what it is. They they find something, and then they get split up again, as you know what seems to happen every two minutes in a Scooby Doo episode. And they're all chased by a few of the night ghosts, the the knights of the round table. The Black Knight shows up, and he takes our two friends, Scooby and Shaggy, because he says the boss wants to talk to them. They he still think him and Merlin, Black Knight and Merlin, still think that they're uh, in a trance. Um. Merlin is actually, he's prepared, I don't know what he's doing, I mean, he's prepared, he's prepared to give them like a, a, a lashing or, or what have you, because they, they failed him. He attempts to harm them, actually, like he, he he's gonna, I think he's, he was gonna like hit them, but the two put the moves on him, you know, they juke him out. The older kids hear the cries of our friends, but they don't, they don't find them. They look for him, but they don't know where they are. And it doesn't matter, though, because Fred comes up with a great plan to catch the Black Knight in a music room, because they hear someone clambering down the hall. And they go into the music room, and they end up trapping the knight, but it turns out that they were wrong. It wasn't the knight running down the hall. It was Shaggy and Scooby in some armor that they had just been hiding in. They play off this assault, though, and they just decide that there is one more area that they need to check out. The tower. Fred finds a, ex an extremely dangerous and complicated way to get them inside, and to be fair, it does work. It normally does. I'll give them that. Shaggy and Scooby nearly perish, though. It doesn't matter. Anyways, as I said, they got inside. It's fine. Shaggy and Scooby's livelihood be darned. Uh, so they all get inside and they find out what looks like an, an electric organ. Uh, that's definitely like a, a band name. Uh, Velma says that the mystery... I call it... Velma says that the mystery is nearly solved now, so it's trapping time. She doesn't say that. Fred does in the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, though. I I literally, I cannot wait to watch that show for this podcast. I love, 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 love that show. So anyways, it turns out that the organ is somehow a controller for the ghost holograms and stuff. All the, the ghosts of the round table. So they uh, have Shaggy and Scooby in a dining room with the two evildoers. This is, it's trapping time now. So in the trap, Shaggy and Scooby end up in a dining room with the two evildoers. And they actually have them on their toes. Shaggy and Scooby are kind of messing them up while are messing around while the gang controls the ghosts. And Merlin thinks that maybe this place is actually haunted. Because Merlin... Oh, oh sorry, I hit the mic. I'm not editing it out. Because <laughs> so, only Merlin... Merlin thinks only I'm the one who knows the, the magic secrets. So Daphne goes ahead and, and she, she gets her... She's the one playing the electric organ. And she gets her ring finger stuck between the keys of the organ, which first which she doesn't react but i'm thinking ow and it also prevents the next next trick from occurring so shaggy and scooby they they have to duck and run they run up a wall and onto a tapestry which the knight tries to rip down only to stupidly idiotically drop it on himself and the merlin and they get trapped 
It turns out that the knight was a hired hand for Merlin, a.k.a. Clarence, Clarence the Caretaker, who is actually Zarko the Magician in disguise. It's a little double whammy there. Uh, but to be fair, I did see that coming since Zarko was shown. He had to be the villain. Had to be the villain. So, happy ending. Uh, that does it for today. Kind of a shorter episode. This this episode was kind of easy to kind of hippity-hop through, you know, like a little rabbit. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Dave Seste for the use of his song, Night Surfing, for the theme song. Now stay groovy, and remember, I wouldn't have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs>